a good day of Shabbos, Parshas Ki Salvo, Kodesh Elul, trying to step up our Avoda to a new level. There's a potentially a life changing Pasuk over here in this week's Parsha. Pasuk is a Tochacha that Hashem says to Klausrel, Taches Hashem lo vadet as Hashem alokecha, besimcha uvetuv levov mirov kol, because you did not serve Hashem, your God, with simcha, with joy, with happiness, uvetuv levov, and a good heart, uh, a full heart, mirov kol. From the abundance of everything. And the Rashi here in the spot says, What does it mean, Merov Kol? Rashi says, Be'od Shehayalecha Kol Tov. While you had everything good, you had all good things, and nonetheless, in spite of it, you did not, while you had it, you did not serve Hashem with Simcha. So then the next pastor continues, so if that's the case, you're going to go. You're going to serve your enemies, bechoser call, lacking everything. If this is not good for you, like this, to be healthy, prosperous, wealthy, satiated, clothed, housed. That, that not going to make you happy in your Vodos Hashem? You're not going to serve Hashem B'Simcha? So then go serve your enemies and be lacking everything. That's the opposite. Uh, that's Rashi's Pirush. And the Gurari explains that Rashi is coming to exclude the possibility that a person would say that Merov Kol would mean do to, from having had all these good things from the abundance of everything, that's why we didn't serve Hashem B'Simcha. And the Gwari says that why is Rashi convinced that that's not a pshat? Answer is because having so much good, so much blessing in a person's life is not a reason for one to serve Hashem without Simcha. It's not a reason to be unhappy in your Vodos Hashem. On the contrary, it's a reason to yes be happy. So that's why Rashi is saying no, that, that in spite of you having everything, while you had everything, you did not serve Hashem b'simcha. However, the, this exclusion that we're making to, to the exclusion of this pshat, this is actually the pshat of the Tzor HaMor, the Torah Mor was Rav Avram Bar Yaakov Saba, the great Torah scholar who actually lived through the Spanish expulsion, ultimately whose granddaughter was Rebetzin Rav Yosef Karo. So the Torah Mor says exactly this pshat. He says that you didn't serve Hashem b'simcha, and rather you served Hashem 
with, with, with depression, with sadness. And why? Because you had so much good. Like the Pasuk says, Vayishman Yishurun Vayibat. And Yishurun, referring to the Jewish people, um, became fat and he bucked, he kicked, kicked Hashem, rebelled against Hashem. That the abundance of all the good, the all the bracha that Kalasal had, that is what caused that we didn't serve Hashem Basimcha and rather serve Hashem through sadness, through depression, dragging one's feet, not wanting to participate in it. And that is uh, the seems to be completely at odds, meaning there's a machlaikus, the Rashi, and the Surah more. In this pshat over here, is it while you had everything or because you had everything? That's the machlaikas that we have here. Now, the Gemur Nerechen learns out from this pasuk that this is referring to singing Shira when bringing Karbonus. When a person bringing Karbonus, it's not enough to just bring Karbonus. You have to sing song to Hashem while you're bringing the Karbonus. And it's learned out from this Pasuk over here. Now, the truth is that the Gemara entertains that perhaps this is referring to Bikurim, and uh, although... A person is butuv levav when he brings bikurim, but you don't. You, but you don't see the reference to simcha. The Gemara entertains perhaps is referring to Talmud Torah. That a person has to be joyous when learning Torah. It says this is true simcha. You, you have to. Pasuk says says bikude Hashem yisharim misam chelev, but you don't see butuv levav. So that rather this is referring to shira. Now the pasuk in this week's parsha. Also says, "V'samachta b'chol hatov, asher nason l'cha Hashem alokecha, v'b'secha atav v'levi v'ager asher b'kirbech." So over here, the pasuk is telling us that we should be joyous from all the good, b'chol tov, and all the good that Hashem gives us. And the Adir Saliyahu from this pasuk, the Gon learns, "V'samachta" is referring to the carbonus of Shlomim. Ein simcha elab b'baser shal shlamim. The Gemara Pesachim learns out, and b'chol hatov says the Gon. That's referring to Shira. That's referring to song. So again, seeing that simcha is the carbonus, and the chol tov is the Shira, the Shira, the song that has to accompany the carbonus. Now, what's the concept of? Simcha and Shira. What's the connection? What's the relationship? So, of course, when a person is overjoyed, when a person is happy, then they break out into song. Imagine, a obviously, an, an exaggerated form of this, but a musical, right? Is a person is so happy, he's so smiley, he's so, you know, in love, or whatever it may be, that he bursts out into song and, you know, jumps up uh, onto a bench and is singing... That's that that's that level of, of joy, that uncontained the explosion of, of happiness that bubbles over into Shira, that's um, 
that's uh, that's what Shira is. That's why Karbonus, as the Pshat or the Gon is saying, the the, the I should say of what the Gon is saying is that the Karbonus are the Simcha. That's what the person is experiencing, and those have to be accompanied with two Vlevov. That's the Shira because it's not enough to just be besimcha in the inside and nobody knows about it. If your simcha is a real simcha over bringing karbonus to Hashem, then it should bubble over into shira. That's the, the shira is the hashlama, is the completion to the simcha. It's the full, when, when I see a person doing a volus Hashem, and I see him singing when he's doing it, then I know, then I know that the person is besimcha, and I know he's betuv levov. The person is joyous, and he's overcome with joy, and that's why he's singing while doing the Avodos Hashem. Um, again, so that's the Hashivus of the Avodos Besimcha and Betuv Levov because a person has to be joyous on the inside, a person has to be joyous on the outside in the Avoda of Hashem. And now we have this contrast, we have these two psukim in our Pasuk, in our Parsha. We have the one Pasuk, in Perak Havav, Pasuk Yud Aleph, where Hashem tells us, V'samachta b'chol atov, you should be joyous with all the good, which is darshan from here, doing mitzvahs, doing karbon, bring karbonos, and sing while doing it. And on the other hand, two prokim later, in Perak Chav Ches, Pasuk Mem Zayin, it says, Takas Hashem, Lovat is Hashem Alkecha, Besimcho Vituv Levav, Mirov Kol. That's why you're going to be punished, because you did not serve Hashem Besimcho Vituv Levav. That's the contrast. But we can perhaps identify another important contrast between these two psukim. When you look at what the Torah tells us of how a person should behave you should be joyous over what? V'samachta b'chol ha'tov. It's described, the tov is described as all the good which Hashem gives you. All, the word kol, all the good Hashem gives you. Whereas when it describes that we were not joyous, is described as may rov kol, from the abundance of everything that you had. Rov, from a language of lots, lots of things. And that is a very big difference. Those two words, kol versus rov, is a very big difference. If we look in Parshish Bereshus, when we have Yaakov Avinu sending the mincha, the, the gifts, to Esav, and Esav says to him, keep your, keep your gifts for yourself. Yeshli rov, I have lots and lots of stuff. I'm a rich man, I have $10 million. I have lots. Yaakov responds to him, no, 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 I want you to take it. Yeshli kol, I have everything. Because I have everything. I have kol. So, what's the difference between kol and rov? Rov is a lot. But we know Hazal tell us that a person has $100,000 will want $200,000. And a person who has $200,000 will want $400,000. And so, although Esav had lots, Yaakov knows the moment he hears that I have a lot, it means... I'm al- I always want more. Because there's always, no matter how much you have, there's always more to be had. A person could be a billionaire and could still want another billion. Could still want another 10 billion. 
there's always room for more. And therefore, since there's always room for more, because it's just more and more and more individual pieces, so then you're never satisfied. You never have everything you need. Whereas Yaakov Vinu has coal. He has everything. Everything, what do you mean he has everything? He owned all the property and all the wealth in the entire world? Of course not. It means he has everything he needs. He has coal is the tzuras hadavar. It's a hashlama. It's the it's the outer. If I if I if I draw a circle, if I make a circle on a piece of paper and I fill in the circle, I can tell you, I have the whole thing filled in. What do you mean the whole thing? Well, you're on the whole piece of paper. You're on the entire world colored in. It's true, but this circle I have filled in, and that's all I need. And I'm finished now. And if you draw any more, on the contrary, you're going to be taking away to a certain extent. From now, you're going to break my circle. Now I don't have a circle anymore. Now I have an oddly shaped thing. So it means when a, a true Eved Hashem understands that there is what I need for Vodos Hashem, and there's everything extra. And what I need for Vodos Hashem, if I have that, then I have everything. And guess what? The truth is that we always have everything we need for Vodos Hashem. But that's a separate point. But if a person certainly does have what they need for Avodos Hashem, then that's someone who is mystopic. Someone who has what they need, he's happy with it. And if he's happy with it, and he's not looking for anything more. Anything more, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Because I don't need it. I have what I need. So then I can be besimcha over it. That's why Yaakov is telling Esav, I have what I need, my, my, my friend, my brother for today and therefore these gifts are completely yours because I, I don't have I don't have what to do with them whereas Asaph although he had a lot but he still ended up taking it because you can always use some more and that's the difference the, the Torah is commanding us the Samarta Bechol Hatov doesn't mean all the good that exist in the entire world it means the Tov that you have View it as being called. This is it. This is all I need. Hashem is providing with what I need, and I can be happy with it. And I'm not looking for anything more than that, because I have what I need. Masha'en came. Why were they not happy in the end of the day? Because they were looking at it as a roll call. All this lots and lots of stuff. So that's why they weren't happy. So... Rashi is telling us in Pshat that you should have been happy. You had you had all this good stuff, but of course, how how is a person meant to be happy for having all this good stuff? Is by viewing it as koltov, having everything that they need, and not being lacking anything. Then you be besimcha in your avodas Hashem. But instead, we view we be, we, we view it as having lots, and if you have lots, you're always lacking, and that's what the uh, and that's what the Tzor Hamor says that on the contrary then you become fat and you become you become rebellious you become saying I have a lot but why do I need Hashem and I, you know, I need to take care of myself I need to make more money I need to do this and, and on the contrary the money then the, the, the prosperity the health the, the the peace all the good things that you have 
will only be more and more reason to forget Hashem Chas Shalom. So that's that would be a way to make Shalom between them. I mean, Rashi is saying, listen, having having bracha in a person's life, that's not a reason to not serve Hashem B'Simcha. And Rashi is 100% right. If a person has the right hashkafas, it's not a reason. On the contrary, it's a reason to yes be B'Simcha in the vote of Hashem. But if a person has a bad hashkafas, he's not viewing the bracha as being kol. Rather, he's viewing it as being rove, as being lots and lots of different pieces. And so I always need more pieces than the contrary. It's going to bring a person to serving Hashem b'otzvon, to sadness, ra and with a broken heart, an evil heart, like the Tzorah Moore says. And according to this, we can appreciate the upcoming two days of Rosh Hashanah that we're going to have. The Gemara in Beitza says that the reason why we have two days of Rosh Hashanah is because on one of the is, is because one year, one time, the Levim ended because the witnesses came very late. The Levim ended up singing the wrong song when bringing the carbonos. When Kohanim were bringing the carbonos, the Levim sang the wrong song, and that was such a tragedy that we, we had to make a takana of two days of Rosh Hashanah, all being Yom, Yom Arichta, Ein Sham. But the point is. What's so devastating? They sang the wrong song. What's the big deal? Answer is, song is an expression of the joy that we have in Avodos Hashem. And it's so crucial, so important, that even leading to such a fundamental, such a massive takana, that's the importance of singing song. And the secret that we're learning today is how can a person be joyous? How is a person meant to sing that song in Avodos Hashem? And the answer is to see all the bracha that you have in your life, call everything, which means to say, to be mystopic with what you have, to see it all as a package, as a sealed package, everything is inside of this, this is, you have a package from Hashem, and contains everything that you need, all the brachas that we that we need, and, and, and there's nothing more that you, that you could possibly want, and if that's the case, then you could be besimcha, and instead of chas v'sholom, being a, uh, the Pasuk of Klala, of Tachas HaShelov, Adas HaShem Elokecha, Busimcha, Vitov Levav, Mirov Kol, instead of being a Skymanus, the Pasuk, Vesamachta Bechola Tova, Shenasan Lecha, HaShem Elokecha, Kuchabas.